Joining us in the studio is my lovely wife, Julie LeBlanc. Great to have you here, Julie. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, Julie, of course, is with Home Horizon, a wonderful organization. It's called the Transitional Support Program. Uh, they operate the uh, Barbara Wider House, and uh, you guys do such such amazing work. Tell us about Home Horizon. Home Horizon is an amazing agency. They've been around since 2006. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually just jumping in when the getting's good. (laughs) Yeah. The Barbara Widerhouse opened this past summer Mm -hmm. to um, start serving the youth of our community because being a young person and homeless is a heartbreaking thing. It is hard to even fathom that we have homelessness at all in our community, especially in our, our local youth. But it is real and, and present. It really is. I mean, it was a couple of years ago that we did a on-the-street survey to ask just general public about uh, what they thought about homelessness in mm-hmm. our community. And most people thought we didn't have any, uh, which is shocking and now, <laughs> now, in their defense, when I go to, to Toronto, other cities, I can see the homeless. Right. I can I can count them. I can interact with them. That doesn't happen here. No, I agree. It's We have a hidden homeless population. So yes, we don't have people sleeping in sleeping bags on the streets right under our noses. Um, but there is a huge population of people that are couch surfing, sleeping in their cars, finding little out of the way places, staying up all night at Tim Hortons. I mean, it's it's a real genuine concern in our community. And the challenge with homelessness, especially with our youth, is that without a home, it makes it virtually impossible to stay in school, get a job. Uh, you need a home base. You need somewhere to right. hang to make it happen. I agree. So can you imagine being 16 years old, kicked out of the house by your abusive parents and deciding at that point if you're going to have to be part of that horrible cycle or if somebody's going to reach out and help you do things differently. So a place like Barbara Widerhouse is, it's a big, gorgeous place that was built this past summer. And uh, people, there are seven beds that uh, young people can come and and be at and it's you know it's not expensive we can figure out how everyone gets to manage life skills and communication and relationships and counseling and addictions counseling and all those things that help you function and become strong healthy adults and yeah i mean there's we've got connections with the schools and the uh, education programs around town and um, we've got job readiness programs and it's those things that having somebody and a supportive adult in your life that knows how to help you get through this and how to do better changes everything. A lot of the times you can associate to, you know, with homelessness, uh, there are issues with, with addiction. There are issues with mental illness. Well, yeah, I can't even imagine what it's like to be part of that world and come out of it unscathed. Mm. I mean, you're surrounded by people that are self-medicating and trying to make themselves feel better before you know it. That's more important to you than just about anything else. The good news is, thanks to the work of uh, of uh, all the folks at Home Horizon, there's success stories. Oh, so many. So many. I mean, they've been doing this for a long time. Mm. Um, but even right now, I'm looking at 
there's a young lady that is preparing herself for an apprenticeship program, and there's another person is has found – there's a couple that have found work just in the little while that I've been there. But the exciting thing isn't just that they found a job. It's that they're ready to maintain that job and keep mm-hmm. it because they learned the skills to be able to – function and be healthy young adults. It's so exciting. Part of the uh, the challenge, of course, with any kind of program like this is it takes dollars. It takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes money. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do get some support from, from levels of government, but it's not nearly enough. Oh, not even close. Absolutely not even close. Most of the money coming in to help do what we do, we've got to raise. Mm. So events like Coldest Night of the Year... This event has to raise $50,000 for us to be able to keep moving forward. Wow. Good news is we have an awesome community. We sure do. <laughs> so We're talking of the coldest night of the year, one of your major fundraisers. It's happening February 24th, uh, and it, it's really it's, – it's a walk. We do a lot of these. You know, there's walks for other programs. The d- interesting part of this is you guys decide to do it in, in February where it could be freaking cold. Well, one of the reasons a day like that is picked is is to remind us that we have warm homes to go back to. Mm. We have warm food to put in our bellies. Not everyone has that luxury. So if you're able to experience a little bit of empathy for that while raising money towards an, an amazing event or an amazing agency, also... it I've been a few years in a row and it's pretty cool <laughs> to see that huge group coming together and it's not a marathon it's it's a little walk i mean you can do two five or ten right. most important thing is that everyone's coming together is this huge community of supportive people it's pretty incredible for those involved it is like a traditional walk you can uh, you sign up and then you ask people to sponsor you it's a true story uh you can go on anytime as a walker or to sponsor a walker to cnoy.org Find Collingwood and choose a team or sign yourself up. We have a link directly to that online at thepeakfm.com if you're looking for it. How many teams do you have so far? We have 23. Now that you're asking, we have 23 teams. Now that's teams. So there's multiple people on those teams. Mm -hmm. So at this point, there's almost 120 walkers. Okay. Now that's 120 walkers, and there's a lot of people in our town, so there's clearly room for <laughs> there's more. There's room for more, and there's unlimited room, and we got large streets here, <laughs> right? And there's, I mean, there's stuff in it for you too. There's extra bonuses. Anyone that raises over a minimal amount of money gets the coldest night of the year toque. So you look down the street on February 24th, and there's this sea <laughs> of toques and all these smiling faces and and a community coming together. It's pretty awesome. By teams, you could uh, you could join as coworkers. Families can sign up as a team. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of work teams. There's mm. a lot of work groups are coming together. Um, but I've also, in the past few years, I've seen plenty of families and strollers and there's there's a lot of fun events. And then there's, you know, there's stuff happening at the event before and after. We've got chili and I think we've got a face painter and I've got, I'm mm-hmm. um, working on a little surprise for the opening. So Fantastic. <laughs> and of course, our town crier is usually there announcing us all in. He's always there. He's the best. Uh, of course, uh, folks can sign up individually as well. Oh, yes, please do. Like no matter what 
brings you to the actual walk, please do. There's there's lots of people walk independently. Again, links to uh, everything is at thepeakfm.com. But if, if, Julie, people have questions about Home Horizon as an organization or about Barbara Widerhouse and the things that you guys do there, where should they go? Uh, well, they could absolutely go to our website, homehorizon.ca, mm-hmm. uh, or they can give us a call, 705-445-5478. Julie LeBlanc from Home Horizon Transitional Support Program. Thank you for joining us and talking to the town. Thank you so much.